And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully, you guys are having a great week. Um, it is currently negative 10 degrees in uh, in beautiful um, Toledo, Ohio. Uh, it's uh, it's ridiculously cold. Um, it, yeah, it's it's brutal, guys. It's brutal. I really should move down south. I don't know what I don't know what I'm thinking. Also, your boy, like a complete jackass, uh, slipped and fell on a patch of ice a couple days ago totally messed up my back like my back and entire like right side of my body are all bruised up and messed up and it's been uh yeah haven't been sleeping very well because i can't really move hurts real bad but uh you know i should probably watch where i'm walking um and stop being such an idiot but uh anyway okay a lot of stuff to get to on the podcast today i'm flying solo today i'm trying to do more solo episodes um you know, I always hear a lot of a good feedback from you guys when when I do a solo show. I mean, I love doing interviews and and talking with my friends and 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 you know doing the normal shows. But I am making an effort to uh, do more solo shows. So uh, yeah, you just got me, just your boy today. Um, we have a lot to get to, a lot to get to, um, and I actually kind of have to do a shorter episode today because I have a lot of stuff going on. But I'll try to get to everything if I can, and I'm also going to take some questions from you guys over on Twitter. Uh, I had some good questions. Um, today. So I'll try to get to all of it. Uh, first, I want to say hi to our sponsors over at Premier Vapor. If you smoke and you want to quit, uh, or if you vape already, you need to check out Premier Vapor. They have the largest selection of premium e-liquid anywhere in the country. Um, it's all made at their state-of-the-art lab out in California. It is really great stuff. It's all premium. If you vape, you know the difference between normal e-liquid and premium. Premium is just way better. It, it tastes way better. Um, it's more flavorful. It doesn't burn out your coils, all that good stuff. So it's all premium. It's all great stuff. I'm chiefing on some right now. Um, they have any kind of mod, battery, tank, coil, anything you need for your vape setup. They have. Um, they have physical locations in Perrysburg and Holland, Ohio. If you're in Northwest Ohio, check them out in person. If not, go to premiervaporandlounge.com. Once again, that is premiervaporandlounge.com. Check them out. They have great prices, great stuff, um, very knowledgeable people. They can point you in the right direction. And also, when you order on the website, you get free shipping on all orders over 35 bucks. You really can't beat that. And, guys, if you haven't already, please follow us on Twitter at NoGimmicksPod. Please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play. If you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating and a good review. I would really appreciate that. All right, to the news of the day. Look, President Trump has had a rough couple weeks. He totally caved on the government shutdown. Um, There's no other way to put it. I know some hardcore Trump fans are trying to make it sound like he's playing 4D chess or something like that, like he didn't cave to the Democrats. He caved to the Democrats. Just admit it. He caved. Republicans always cave in these government shutdowns for some reason. And just like previous Republican presidents, Trump caved. His approval rating is is down around 40% right now, uh, which is not very good. Obviously, there's plenty of time for him to, you know, do some good stuff and, and raise that approval rating up, and I, I believe he will. But, you know, it, it's been a rough couple weeks for the president. Uh, but the Democrats are just awful. The Democrats are awful. That's why, you know, I, I'm not too worried. I'm not too worried about 2020 for the president because the Democrats are just so terrible. All I have to do is not be terrible, 
and they would easily beat Trump because Trump is not a very popular president at this point in his presidency, but they can't do it. Trump's best hope for re-election is the extreme, troubling, disturbing radicalization of the Democratic Party. It is, it is insane. These people have absolutely lost their minds. Uh, Kamala Harris, the senator from California, who is probably at this point the front runner to win the Democratic nomination. I don't know. I mean, as of right now, she's pr- definitely getting more publicity than everybody else. So uh, it's hard not to consider her the front runner. So, so Harris does a town hall event in Iowa on CNN, hosted by Jake Tapper uh, on Monday night. And she just laid out all of her radical socialist positions. And uh, remember, guys. The mainstream media has tried to paint Kamala Harris as a moderate, which if if Harris is a moderate, then what the hell is Bernie Sanders? I mean, he's just a, you know, obviously he's a communist, but uh, I mean, if if she's a moderate, then Bernie Sanders is is Joseph Stalin. Um, So she came out and endorsed Medicare for all, which is this, you know, kind of a litmus test for Democrats right now. If you want to be taken seriously as a Democrat, you have to, you know, uh, uh, endorse Medicare for all. So she comes out and endorses Medicare for all, which, of course, would cost uh, somewhere around $3.2 trillion a year, which would, you know, which would almost double the federal budget. Our, our federal budget is around $4 trillion a year. This would cost an extra $3.2 trillion a year. So you would have to literally double taxes on every American, not just the rich. You have to double taxes on everybody. You, you know, the middle class would have to pay somewhere between, you know, 40, 45, maybe 50% in taxes. Um, which the middle class pays somewhere between 15 to 18% in taxes right now. You have to basically double that to pay for it, which is absolutely insane. You know, half the country would immediately be homeless. So that's just how ridiculous that idea is. But not only did she endorse Medicare for all, she said she is in favor of eliminating all private insurance companies, wants to completely eliminate private insurance and force every American onto government health care. This is, this is, Communism. I mean, this is straight up communism. She basically wants to eliminate the entire American healthcare system, which is like one third of the economy, and force over 170 million Americans off of their private healthcare plans and force them onto government healthcare. 170 million people. She wants to force off of their 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 healthcare plan and force them to join a government healthcare plan. I'm old enough to remember eight years ago when the line from President Obama was, if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. In eight short years, a lot of Democrats have gone from, if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor, to, if you like your doctor, go fuck yourself. That's what they're saying. If you like your doctor, fuck you, bigot. (laughs) Like, this is Kamala Harris's position. If you like your health care plan, well... Suck my dick. <laughs> like that is this is absolute insanity. Obviously the American people would never go for that. You know, these 170 million plus Americans who are perfectly happy with their with their healthcare plan are not going to willingly give it up and be forced onto Medicare. That's just absolutely insane. This is tyranny. This is tyrannical. I mean, Kamala Harris is an absolute monster. This is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, obviously this would never work. It would completely destroy the healthcare system. And not just the healthcare system, it would destroy the economy as well. I mean, it, 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 ridiculous. You know, forcing everybody who works in the healthcare industry to work for the government, right? Like everybody would be taking pay cuts, you know, working for the government. My, my wife works in, in the healthcare industry. I mean, it, this is absolutely, this is, this, is, this is radical. This is complete radical socialism. Okay. And 
at least some Democrats are pushing back on that. Not all Democrats are for the abolition of, of private insurance. Um, even radical Democrats are coming out and, and pushing back on Kamala Harris's plan. Um, three of her uh, prominent Democratic colleagues in the Senate, all, all three of them are, are radical. These are not not moderates. Not, this isn't Joe Manchin saying this. Uh, radical Democrats like Diane Feinstein of California, Dick Durbin of Illinois, and Tim Kaine of Virginia all came out and said, no, no, we, don't, we, we oppose outlawing private insurance. We, we want Medicare for all, but we're not going to force 170 million people uh, <laughs> onto government health care if they don't want it. So, you know, at least some Democrats are pushing back on this. But th- this is just very telling. A, uh, somebody who tried to paint themselves as a moderate, like Kamala Harris, going on live television and, and espousing these very radical communist viewpoints, it, it is really incredible. When, when people understand how radical the Democrats are, even though Trump is a fairly unpopular president— it's going to po- it's going to push a lot of people right into Trump's arms. It really is because this is, like I said, the Democrats. All they have to do is not be insane, but they can't do it. Okay, Medicare for all, forcing 170 million people off of their health care plans. This is Kamala Harris's, you know, fix for, to the health care system. It's absolutely insane. She also endorsed Alexandria Ocasio Cortez's Green New Deal, which would cost around 50 trillion dollars and would essentially outlaw cars right because the the green new deal it says we want to eliminate all fossil fuels which means they would have to confiscate all cars that aren't like electric cars or something like that yeah run on that run on that kamala harris say we're coming for your cars we're coming for your doctors we're coming for your wallets and we're going to take your car (laughs) okay like this is really radical tyrannical stuff i mean this is tyranny this is she's running to be a dictator. This is what like a dictator would do. Kamala Harris wants to be the dictator of United of the United States. It really is incredible stuff. She also said she wants to outlaw and confiscate all semi-automatic weapons. She said, "quote Semi-automatic weapons have no place in a civil society." Unquote. All right. Maybe you're not a gun guy. I'm a gun guy. I own guns. Love them. I'm never going to give up my guns. Obviously, come and take it, cocksucker. Um, Semi-automatic weapons are every weapon aside from a shotgun and a revolver, okay, and a bolt-action hunting rifle, okay? 90% of the guns in this country are semi-automatic weapons. It's any pistol that isn't a revolver, any weapon that isn't bolt-action, okay? There's hundreds of millions of semi-automatic weapons owned by over 120 million Americans. So she wants to outlaw all those weapons and confiscate weapons from 120 million Americans. Good luck with that. So to recap, as laid out on CNN, on national television, Kamala Harris, the senator from California and the Democratic you know, uh, contender for the presidency, she wants to force everyone off of their private insurance plans and onto Medicare. She wants to spend $50 trillion on a Green New Deal that would eventually outlaw cars, and she wants to confiscate all guns except for revolvers. This is her platform. This is this is a dictator. This is this is a tyrant. This is tyrannical talk. Okay. And I just don't think the the American people are gonna get behind something like that. This is really fringe stuff. Like this is really far out there, far left, fringe socialist stuff right here. And the Democrats are absolutely terrified. We talked a little bit about Howard Schultz, the former CEO of Starbucks, on the last podcast, and they are absolutely terrified. They are losing 
their minds. It's They're going absolutely bonkers at the prospect of Howard Schultz, former CEO of Starbucks, running third party for the presidency. Now, I don't think the Schultz campaign, if he does run, is going to really go anywhere. I don't know. He seems like a bright guy. He's obviously made billions and billions of dollars. He was obviously an effective CEO, but he doesn't really have a whole lot of charisma. I don't think he's really going to make it that far, even if he does run. But the Democrats are terrified that Howard Schultz are going to pull some of the, the moderate Democratic vote and and help Trump get reelected, which I guess could happen. But look, just don't run a communist. <laughs> don't nominate a commie. For the love of God, you could just nominate somebody, not even a centrist like Schultz, but just someone who isn't. Kamala Harris, somebody who doesn't want to confiscate your guns and your car. Okay, somebody that doesn't want to force you at gunpoint off of your private insurance plan and onto government insurance. Just run somebody that isn't absolutely crazy and you won't have to worry about Howard Schultz. Like if if you're worried if you're so worried about moderates, maybe run a moderate. Run a moderate against Donald Trump. If they would run a moderate, at least not even a moderate. If they would run somebody that isn't a raging leftist, a raging Marxist, they would have a very good chance at beating Trump, but they're not going to do it. So they are just slandering uh, Schultz. I mean, they're really they're really just taking it to him right now, trying to beat him up and damage his position before he even announces his run. Um, wow. I mean, the Democrats, look, Trump, like I said to start off the show, Trump has had a bad couple weeks, a very disappointing couple weeks, and his stock is really down right now. But the Democrats are so bad I'm not worried. <laughs> I'm not worried. If Trump runs against Kamala Harris, he trucks her. Period. I mean, saying, hey, I want to cut your taxes again and uh, let you do whatever you want. Running against the Democrats saying, uh, no, uh, I want to be the dictator who tells you what insurance plan you can be on, uh, tells you if you can drive a car, and tells you what gun you can own. Yeah, that's a winning message for Trump. That is a losing message for the Democrats. So as... as Disappointing as the Republicans have been lately, the Democrats have been 10 times worse. All right. I want to, uh, I haven't done it in a few weeks, so I'm going to go to some listener mail. Uh, I asked for your questions on Twitter, and I got a handful of good questions. So let me just jump into some listener mail. Uh, this is from Ty over on Twitter. Will the wall actually get funded before 2020? If so, what else will Democrats need in exchange? Uh, no, <laughs> the wall's not. The wall's not going to get built. The wall's not going to get funded. At least not until you know Republicans control both both uh, houses of Congress, uh, if that happens in the near future. And look, Republicans controlled both houses of Congress for two years and they couldn't get it done. So I I don't know, but I just don't see it happening. What would the Democrats need in exchange? Look, I mean the the proposal on the table right now is perfectly reasonable. The, the proposal on the table actually favors Democrats. That's the thing. If they weren't so nuts, they'd just take the deal. Trump has offered them anything they've ever wanted. I mean, he's he's uh, he's offered a DACA, an extension on DACA for millions and millions of DACA recipients. You know, basically a mass amnesty. He's offering them amnesty. That's all they want is amnesty for these kids so they can vote Democrat. Trump's canning it to them. He's offering it to them, and they still say no. So, I mean... What would Democrats need in exchange? I mean, they, Trump has offered them what, whatever they've asked for, and they, they've said no. So I don't know. The Democrats, they, the only thing they care about is beating Trump in 2020. That's what it's all about. So they, if they give them any money for border security, they think that that'll help Trump get reelected, so they're just not going to do it. That's, that's, 
That's the bottom line. It has nothing to do with policy. Trump has offered him more than, I mean, he's he's offered the farm, okay, and they've said no. So that's just, these, these Democrats, they're not serious people with serious opinions. They just hate Donald Trump. Uh, here's another one. Who's an actual challenger uh, against the president in 2020? Is there any way Hillary has a chance again? Um, no, Hillary has no chance. She might run. I don't know. She's talking about running. She has more money than God, uh, you know, and I, she may still have some kind of base of support. But any polling data I've seen uh, suggests that Democrats don't want her to run. That they they're they're over Hillary Clinton. They're over the Clintons. They want you know some fresh blood in there. Um, so I don't think I think she would get absolutely trucked um, in the Democratic primary. Uh, who's an actual challenger? I mean, I, I've talked about this before, but it's really two questions, right? It's a uh, you know, who who can win the Democratic nomination and who can actually beat Trump. I think most of the people that could actually beat Trump have no chance of winning the Democratic nomination. And then I say the two that, that would give Trump uh, the biggest headaches would be Amy Klobuchar, the senator from uh, Minnesota, and Sherrod Brown, the senator from Ohio. Um, they're both intelligent. They're both accomplished senators um, in important states. Uh, they're both good on the mic. But they're both white and they're both older, and I just don't think that they have a chance in hell to make it through the Democratic uh, primary. I think the only, from right now, from all the the candidates that have declared or that are looking like they will, I'd say Joe Biden's the only one that could actually win the Democratic nomination and would actually have a chance against Trump. Um, it's And he probably will jump in. I mean, he hasn't yet, but all signs point to him running. Um a lot of the other front runners would just stand no chance in a general election. Like Elizabeth Warren is not beating Trump. Kamala Harris is not beating Trump. Cory Booker is not beating Trump. Tulsi Gabbard is not beating Trump. That the, like it's just not going to happen. So the Democrats, I mean, they have a conundrum. <laughs> they have a they're in a real pickle. I mean, they're so radical. They're running. You know, they're trying to out communism each other, and then they're going to have to rush back to the middle in the general election. And it's I don't know. I, I think they're going to nominate a wild leftist who can't beat Trump, and then the people that actually could probably are not going to get above 5%. You know, like Amy Klobuchar is not going to win Iowa. Like, she's she's not, I mean, I don't even think she's going to last very long. She might be out before Iowa. You never know. Um, this <laughs> here's from Austin Seckle, my friend who's been on the show before. <laughs> How much does a box of Cheerios cost? Okay, this is referencing uh, Howard Schultz, like like I said, the former CEO of Starbucks who might run for president as an independent. He was on Morning Joe, the execrable, awful morning show over on MSNBC, hosted by Joe Scarborough and his wife, uh, Mika Brzezinski, um, where they were... See, the Democrats are just trying to slander Howard Schultz, like I said, because they're afraid that he's going to jump in and take votes away from the Democrats, blah, blah, blah. So he's a billionaire and he's white. So they're trying to paint him as like an, uh, you know, a douchebag billionaire white guy, you know, like an out of touch rich dude, you know, to try to slander him. And so they asked him a, a, a set up question, just a trick question. How much does a box of Cheerios cost? And he didn't know. You know, they're trying to see, oh, he doesn't know how much a box of Cheerios costs. So that means he's he doesn't. He's not with it. He, you know, he does, he can't relate to the common man. He can't relate to people in the middle of the country. Which one? I, I, there's no way Joe Scarborough or Mika Brzezinski know how much a box of Cheerios costs either. They're both ridiculously rich and live in Washington D.C. So, I mean, it's, it's you know, considering the messenger, it's a ridiculous question. But uh, 
Austin, I have no idea. I don't eat that garbage. You kidding me? <laughs> Look, I've been on the ketogenic diet for three years. Like, I haven't eaten grain. I haven't eaten any wheat and very little other grain. Occasionally, I have some rice. Occasionally, I have a little bit of corn. But I haven't eaten wheat in three years. So I don't eat that trash. I didn't eat Cheerios before I was on the keto diet. I mean, it's just garbage. Who eats Cheerios? If you're going to eat cereal, eat something that, like, you know, tastes like something. Not Cheerios. Just a bowl of wheat in the morning. Yeah, that'll make your stomach feel good. So I have no idea how much a box of Cheerios costs. Probably a couple bucks. I don't know. Hashtag keto life. Living that keto life, ladies and gentlemen. All right, uh, last one. This is from Justin Gabbard over on Twitter. What's your thoughts on the whole Soldier Boy and Nintendo thing? I have no idea what this means. I uh, I don't know what that means. I don't know who Soldier Boy is. I'm guessing a rapper or musician of some kind. I'm guessing that's just my best guess. Uh, I'm an adult. Uh, I'm an adult, so uh, I have no idea. What the heck that means? I cannot give a good answer to that, um, you know, because I'm an adult. So can't help you. Don't know. And that's all I got for today. I think I'll, I'll, think I'll call it quits for the day. Uh, I know it's a shorter episode. I'll make it up to you on Monday. I'll definitely make sure a Monday show is a little bit longer. Um, love you guys. Appreciate all the great feedback I've been getting lately. Uh, please remember to subscribe. Uh, on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play. Please leave us that five-star rating and good review. It helps us move up the iTunes charts and all that good stuff. So, uh, yeah, and remember, once again, tweet at me. I always tweet back, at NoGimmicksPod. Appreciate you guys. I love you. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. I'm Brady Leonard. I'll be back on Monday. No gimmicks. (laughs) 